Welcome to the podcast version of Police Science Doctor, the online resource bridging the gap between research and investigative practice. For police personnel who go the extra mile. For academics who want to connect better with investigative practitioners. On YouTube and on policesciencedoctor.com. Hello, hello, Suzanne Knaub and Nicole here from Police Science Doctor with your weekly dose of police science snippets, which are basically little extracts of hopefully actionable and useful bits of information that I've extracted from journal articles that have been published, most of them very recently, so that you guys don't have to troll for everything and most of you don't have access to these articles either, because unfortunately many of them are behind a subscription wall. Working at the University of Middlesex, I have access to the articles, so I can have look, a look through them and try to extract what I can from the abstract. And sometimes these articles are open access as well. So I then come on online to talk about these snippets on a Tuesday afternoon. And I also send them to everyone who's on the free police science doctor email list. So they get them straight into their inbox with a link to the original research. And also you get access to all the previous snippets that have been published. So if you're not already on the email list, you can join anytime you want. You can leave anytime you want. Just Google Police Science, go to the Police Science Doctor webpage, and then put your details into the form that pops up. Um, just in case I forget at the end, uh, so I'm, I'm going to do the three snippets, but also I am working on an idea that I'm going to run past you guys at some point when it's a little bit more um, more developed, um, something I'm thinking of launching. I think it might be of interest, but I want to get everybody's take on it. So when I when I'm ready, I'll just put a post out and maybe I'll just, you know, come and have a chat again. So if for people who prefer videos rather than reading posts and please give me your opinion on it. So that's just a bit of a teaser. I know I didn't give you any information here. Um, so the first snippet for this week is about court-ordered mental health treatments. So there hadn't been that much research done on their effectiveness. Um, it was found that mental health treatment requirements as part of a community order are an effective pathway to reduce mental health problems among individuals under probation supervision as part of a sentence after conviction for a criminal offense. So they found that that's worth doing. The second snippet for this week is about patron barring notices. So this um, research was done in Western Australia. A police imposed barring notice can exclude the recipient from one or more licensed venues for up to one year. There are a number of potentially positive effects of barring notices, including significant reductions in non-family assault offenses marked with an alcohol flag, assault offenses recorded occurring on pathways, and that includes areas around licensed premises, and common assault offenses marked with an alcohol flag. So it does reduce alcohol-related violence, um, not in a family context. And the last limit for today is about false confessions and prosecutor misconduct, not something I've seen covered before, really. The presence of a false confession increases the likelihood of one, prosecutors engaging in misconduct generally, such as permitting perjury and witness tampering, and two, prosecutors withholding exculpatory evidence specifically. So they've got some evidence that would maybe exonerate the suspect, but the false confession leads them to sort of withhold that, which is prosecutor misconduct. So a um, completely new thing that I haven't seen covered before. I thought I'd share that with you. And um, those are the snippets for this week. I hope that you find them useful. Um, again, let me just show you 
this image if I can. This is about the Society of Evidence-Based Policing Conference. A few days ago, I had Alex Murray here um, and spoke and had, had him speak about the conference. Is the Society of Evidence-Based Policing, the annual conference at the College of Policing taking place on the 9th and 10th of November um, in Wrighton near, near Coventry in England. Um, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be doing some filming, maybe interviewing some of the speakers, doing some streaming from there. So it would be great if you are there, if you come over and say hi. And um, I hope to see you there. I can move to the side again now. So um, yeah, that's just that's the the information about that and the link to book is also in the email that you'll be getting. If you're on the list, if you're not already on the list, just join. If you don't like it, leave. That's absolutely fine. And um, that was it for this week. Uh, let me find the right video to say goodbye to. And then I'll see you again next week. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. I hope you found this content useful. You can get access to each episode's transcript with key learning points, timestamps, and references if you get yourself onto my mailing list. Just go to the main website on policesciencedoctor.com and on the bottom of each page you will find a sign-up form for notifications of new content. Just enter your first name, your preferred email address and the type of organization you work for. You will not get any spam. This is just for me to let you know about new content and for you to get access to all the transcripts.